Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pelletar. Record-setting day on Wall Street, at least for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, up 123 points to 21,532, up six-tenths of one percent. Stocks gained after Fed Chair Janet Yellen signaled the Fed won't rush to tighten monetary policy as inflation remains persistently below target. S&P also higher up 17 to 24.43, up seven-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 67, up 1.1%. The 10-year up 12.30 seconds, yield there 2.32%. Gold up 4.60 the ounce to 12.19, up 4 tenths of 1%. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate up 0.8% to $45.41 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. When it comes to the residential housing market, it is still all about inventory. This is really all about the supply side of the housing market and the fact that builders are not able to keep up. Doug Duncan is chief economist at Fannie Mae. It's driven by the fact that demand has strengthened faster than supply has grown, and that's led to about four times the long-term national average of house price appreciation. And Duncan says growth in the housing market may stay sluggish. The thing that would accelerate housing beyond this slow growth path would be increase in supply. And it's primarily at the entry level. What you're seeing in some of the realtor surveys is that there simply aren't entry-level homes available in some of those markets where there are qualified buyers. Fannie Mae's latest survey shows sellers are more confident than buyers, and that gap is widening. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Mazur and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. This is Corey Johnson and uh, Carol Master here at Bloomberg Markets. And uh, another Corey joins us right now. Mike Corey is chief financial officer at a company called Medallia. Uh, really interesting software as a service company. Uh, Mike, how do you, wh- what's, what's the elevator pitch? Why, why does the world need the software you're slinging? Okay. Thank you, Corey. Uh, yeah, Medallia is all about creating a world where companies are loved by their customers and employees. And that's what our cloud pa- platform does at the end of the day. It drives oh, come down. Come on. Really? It does. It really oh, does. Absolutely. It's kind of that. like a cue, the kumbaya moment, I feel like. <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, it's, it's, it's an interesting idea. So, uh, well, what, what, tell me a process that exists now in corporate America and, and what it looks like once it's got the, the Medallia sheen on it. Okay, so um, yeah, first of all, you know, there's, there's a backdrop, obviously, where there's been massive democratization of data. There's also been an enabler from a technology standpoint, which is machine learning and all this data analytics that can be done. And so you take a, uh, the Medallia Experience Cloud, which is basically our product, our platform, and what you do is you can get data about how are your consumers feeling about you. You can get that data from social reviews. You can get that data from surveys. You can get that data just from, like, purchasing triggers and those kinds of things. You process it through the platform, and then you go back and you can say, hey, we've gleaned this insight out of it. 
And you can send that insight to a facilities manager, to a CEO, or anybody in any kind of a company. And as a result, you, you, you really drive better customer service, a much better customer experience. And, you know, according to Gardner, 89% of companies compete on customer experience. And, and that's what you do. Uh, specifically, we have companies like Verizon where 60,000 employees are on our platform every day. And they take what they learn from that uh, interaction. And they then can improve their performance. They Sorry, can I, st- training, I still don't get it. So, so what are these? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what what are, what are those yeah. employees at the company? What are they doing differently? Well, like how do they used to do it, and how do they do it now using your software? Okay, so what you'll get is you could get an alert on your on your cell phone. Let's say I'm a, a frontline employee at a at a major store, like a big electronics store. We we have some important customers there, and you might have had a customer in five minutes ago that gets an SMS, uh, just, hey, how'd it go? What'd you think? They may uh, have just a five-scale, hey, that was a five-star experience, it was a two-star experience, whatever. Um, and then there'd be an open text box where they'd say, I just didn't seem like that guy really understood this new phone or this new product. Um, there's an issue there. That data then gets mapped right to that person and to that person's floor supervisor, and they say, hey, we've got this new product out. It seems as though... Uh, you could use a little extra training there. You do that training, and, and in that immediate closed feedback like that, you've got an immediately better customer experience for that next customer. And that floor supervisor or the employee involved could call that person and say, hey, uh, really bummed that you weren't happy with the experience. You know, I'd like to have you come back in and, and, and take care of that for you. What's interesting, too, is, Mike, you work with an awful lot of retailers. You mentioned Verizon, but Nordstrom, Macy's, Sephora, Kate Spade. The retail space is having such a tough time that if they can somehow get better communication with their customers about the likes, dislikes, and all that good thing, maybe that's one way to kind of start getting it right. That's exactly right. I mean, we have important customers like Comcast. I mean, I can give an example with Farmers Insurance where they actually, with through use of the platform and just these very specific kind of analytics that are coming based on all this feedback, uh, they actually were able to get their churn down 3%. They got their net promoter score, which is very important. That's a really important metric. There are many others that are fine, but that's a good one. Their net promoter score went up by 60%. And their claims, uh, complaints went down 25%. And, and they say as a result of that, by uses of, usage of the platform over a year, they drove up their revenues by $500 million. Wow. Um, and, and does this, it also seems that it, it, it involves more people in the sort of customer service uh, um, experience at a, at a corporation who might not otherwise be involved. Well, that's right. I mean, if you look at some of the old uh, programs that were done, there'd be a big project. Maybe you'd hire a consulting firm or something. You do a big project, and there's still a role for that. But at the end of the day, you deliver a beautiful package with a presentation of the senior management of a very large company, and it would be valuable insights. But then that's it. It's kind of hit and run. And then you'd be worried about, gosh, did the right eyes ever even see this report or hear about this? And certainly there is no way to actually operationalize it. We have something called, I mean, it's just a branding thing, but OrgSync, where we take every insight from all these millions of, of customer experiences that go through our platform, and we actually map it to the exact right role. So for every one of our customers, we know who has what role, who can handle what issue. It is mapped perfectly, and that is updated several times per day every day. Hey, talk to us a little bit about your business specifically. What kind of growth rates are you seeing in terms of uh, the top and bottom lines and, and customer yeah. customer growth, customer retention, all that good stuff? Yeah, we have really, uh, really uh, great stats. I mean, first of all, 
three just to give you an idea of scale here, three billion customer experiences went through our platform just over the last twelve months. I mean, that's like half the world's population. So we're talking about massive scale. Everything in real time, et cetera. Um, last year, our revenues crossed over $200 million, so we're early stage, but that's a significant milestone in, in the SaaS space, as you know. So, um, and that was a very strong growth. We don't give the exact growth stats yet. We're still private, but that was very strong growth that got us over $200 million last year. Um, we have over a thousand employees, um, including, uh, almost 600 people right here in our brand new headquarters in San Mateo near the crossroads of 92 and 101. And, uh, you know, we have sites uh, popping up all over the world. We're expanding in London and New York and Washington, D.C. and Tel Aviv, et cetera. Um, and if you look at some of our other stats, we have um, it's just massive scale. I mean, we, we take data from social reviews. Over 67 million of those came in. Um, on engagement, we have this really great mobile product that goes all the way to the CEO. CEOs of our customers are on this every day. And we have a – in the mobile, there's something called engagement, which is daily average users over monthly average users. In the social world, you know, that can be, uh, you know, anywhere from 20-something percent to, to maybe a bit higher. We're actually – we have a 33 percent um, engagement rate, which is the highest, we believe, in anyone in the enterprise sector. Interesting stuff. All right. Well, Mike, we appreciate your time. Mike Corey, the chief financial officer. Medallia uh, company uh, basis, he says, in San Mateo, mm. uh, right in the heart of Silicon Valley. SaaS company, right? Yes. Not not SaaS like you give me. Software as a service. Just to be clear, Carol Masser. I never give you SaaS. Now, our listeners Maybe know that to be untrue. Bit. Maybe just a little they bit. They know that to be. They're listening to this it's right now, you know. It's all that SaaS for all that mansplaining. Got oh, to push back just a little bit. Hey, everybody. Thanks Somebody for listening. You are listening to Bloomberg Somebody. Market. Bloomberg Radio.